Welcome to In The Works, where we talk about the fights that fans want. I'm George Jakovic with the champion who just got a cut. He's got a fresh cut, Pauly Malinaji. You're looking dapper, Pauly, and I see your barber showed up. Yeah, he decided to show up yesterday, and uh, you know what? I got a shave and a cut for that reason. <laughs> I like it. See? I think you, you can, the way you can get it in Sicily. <laughs> always ready for these shows. So we, we have a list of fights fans want. We ran an ex-poll. We, we took uh, your social media comments. And the fans have spoken. There's a list. There's voting going on right now on our expo. I keep wanting to call it Twitter, but it's an expo. So you see there's four fights up there. There's actually a fifth fight that was voted on, too. And the fans have spoken, Polly. And we're going to talk about the five fights that they want to see that we may never see. But let's let's give it a shot. So, Polly, first, a lot of people want to see Tank Davis and Shakur Stevenson. I think it would be a great fight. I think it would be a mega fight. Fight. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I think that's going to be the fight that becomes this generation's uh, Floyd versus um, Pacquiao, uh, Spence versus Crawford. Um, I have a feeling that is going to be the next one, you know, because two guys who have the superstar potential uh, are two pound for pound guys who are, you know, very high level uh, fighters who are on the ascension continuously. And uh, they're both with teams that are across the street, unfortunately, you know, the promotional entities that rarely work together, uh, networks that rarely work together. And uh, I think in order to get them and they, and more so more importantly, they are mega stars of each of the network and each of the of, of the promoters, because, you know, sometimes we do get these cross the street fights, but they're not as big. Right. Like, for example, Martin versus um, Shakur versus, uh, versus Shakur. We're about to yeah. get that. But you can tell. As much as a good fight that good fight as that is, you can tell that PBC doesn't hold Martin in the same high regard as they would hold Javante Davis, for example. Yep. So, whenever the networks has network has sort of somebody that they're banking on to bring in bring in uh, ratings, bring in money for the for for the next decade, I mean that kind of level of fighter, um, you can see they kind of hold on to them a little bit more tight. And I think that it's going to be these two guys for these two networks and these two promotional entities here. And um, I sadly am saying this because I, I'd really love to see it right away. I think this is one of the ways boxing shoots itself in the foot because a fight between guys like this, you're supposed to have it when you're supposed to have it. Let's think about this. The, the two fights I mentioned that I said, oh, this is going to be this generation's version of them. Mayweather Pacquiao and Crawford versus uh, uh, Spence. By the time those fights both happened, both of those fights sucked. As much as they were the biggest yeah. fights in the in the in, in in of that generation in terms of anticipation in terms of what fans want in terms of the finally attitude and all this other stuff by the time they happened those fights both sucked and nobody will actually remember them for anything special you know like 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 they would have leonard versus hearns and things of that nature leonard versus hearns happened in their prime ali versus frazier happened at or around their prime when you wait too long, it's not going to live up to the expectation, regardless of what the guys the owe on the guys' records. So um, I'd love to see this fight. I told, I wholeheartedly agree with the fans. Um, I think there's a lot of political hoops to jump through here to make this fight. And, and, and I am aggravated because boxing always gets in its own way, regardless of how good the fight it can be. Things like this always happen. And uh, fans have to clamor more. But the, how do you clamor? The only way you clamor is by boycotting something. And then, you know, the, it hurts the main, the power players' pockets, and then they they make changes. And boxing fans, we're, I like to say, we're suckers. We're, I was we're, just going to say that, yeah. Any fight that Shakur and Javata are going to fight, we're all going to watch it, you know, because we're suckers. And so 
the power players know, hey, man, we don't have to make them against each other. We can just match them up against different guys. People are going to tune in and watch. So if you don't hurt their pockets, you can complain all you want. If there's no such thing as a boycott or things like that, you, people, these fights will never get made. and um, or, or at least will never get made at the time they should get made. And uh, I don't see how that how that's going to get solved, honestly, because greed always wins. And that's a shame. But, Paulie, what I will say is the fights do get made at Pro Box TV. And that's a good thing. Next one is Wednesday, September 20th. It's our next series of Wednesday Night Fights. Take a look. Wednesday Night Fights. Hey, guys, make sure you tune in Wednesday Night Fights here on Pro Box TV. We got great action fights, 50-50 matchups, and all-out wars throughout. We have consistently put on the best fights around. Good fighters, great fights on your boxing channel with a star-studded cast bringing you the fight myself, Chris Algieri, the former world champion, and of course, Mike Goldberg. So make sure you tune in Wednesday night fights for all the action. As Goldie likes to say, here we go. This Wednesday, September 20th, live from the Pro Box Event Center in Plant City, Florida, it is Wednesday night fights featuring Batarjan Jukembaev versus Hugo Alberto Roldan, Lester Martinez versus Lionel Thompson, Clay Waterman versus Kareem Hackett. Ismael Villarreal versus John David Martinez. Get your tickets at ProBoxTV.com or take your chances at the door. Wednesday Night Fights. Wednesday Night Fights, Paulie, September 20th. You know, you, you've called a lot of fights in, in, in your life. You've worked for a lot of big time networks. Um, when you have fights like this, that, that really are evenly matched, exciting fights, does that make your job easier? Yeah, of course. The action takes care of itself. You don't have to uh, pump up your energy in any kind of way, you know? Also, not just the fights. I tell you, the uh, Pro Box Event Center now, you know, the way we have it set up, the 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 sound machine, I mean, it, it is loud. The, the fans are unbelievable, dude. It's They're like, they're really like a machine just bouncing the airway, the, the noise off the walls. I mean, the decibel level gets high. You feel like you're in a much bigger arena than it is. It's a cozy arena, not a bad seat in the house, as I've said, but Man, because of the way it's structured, it gets filled fast because the word is getting around now with Pro Box TV Wednesday Night Fights that they're always really, really good fights. So we, it gets filled fast. And man, being that it's a, a smaller uh, smaller type of arena, the sound is just deafening in there. I mean, like, I, I think Chris has said at times that we don't even hear each other with the headset. I mean, it just, it goes crazy. And that makes certainly my life, my job and my life a lot easier. I don't have to try to pump up the the action and the fight the action takes right. care of itself and the fans of course do the job as well because they also give energy to the fighters because when you have a, a fan friendly fight the energy kind of transfers back and forth the fans will go crazy you have an arena that makes it more loud in the way it's structured the the the, the sound waves are bouncing off the wall making it just getting loud they're just trapped and they're getting louder and louder and i'll tell you what the, that transfers back to the fighters who continue to exchange and give it their all terrific terrific atmosphere on wednesday night fights i, I look forward to that show on september the 20th yeah wednesday night fights i mean wednesday night is, has become my favorite night of the week so we're moving on with our list and you know paulie this list these are great fights that i that i hope get made but i get a little sad when i talk to you because unfortunately the likelihood of them happening you know we, we just don't know but this is a forum for the 
we we are the voice of the fans here, G. This is why we have these shows, so we give the fans a voice. We're your boxing network for that reason. You know what? Nobody talks about these fights because, hey, you know what? They're like, oh, we're not going to get it made. They'll just kind of whisper them here and there and whatnot. We're actually talking about them. Exactly. They got to get made. And then, and then we tell the fans to continue to push, push, push for it. And there's certain ways you got to push for it, unfortunately. And, and this is one of the ways. And you took the words right out of my mouth. This is the forum. This is where the fans have spoken. The next fight we're talking about, it's a fight we, we've been talking about for, it feels like, years. Canelo Alvarez versus David Benavides. Um, Canelo is undisputed at 168. He's got a big fight coming up with Jermel Charlo. But people are excited. They've been excited for years Thinking about Canelo fighting Benavides, what are your thoughts? I, I love the fight. I mean, more so than anything else, if Canelo didn't have the popularity he has at this point, he would just be looked at as a fading guy. And the demand would be that this fight has to happen because David Benavides deserves his rightful title shot. And but because the fight is uh, because Canelo is so popular, I think the onus has transferred to oh Canelo versus Benavides has to happen because it's such a big fight. I actually don't even think it's that good of a fight. I think Canelo is fading, and I think Benavides wins it pretty comfortably if they go head to head. So for me, this fight has to happen because David Benavides deserves his rightful title shot. He has continued to impress, look good. Now he's raised his level of opposition. He 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 showed some kinks in the armor against the. Uh, uh, against chinks in the armor against uh Caleb Plant, but he's finished strong and and won the fight. I think people demand this fight because it's it's the one to see for one reason or another. Listen, even though I, I think even if you're a Canelo fan, you want to see the best fights possible, right? So I think if you're a Canelo fan, you should also be demanding this fight and demanding that this fight happen. And and uh there's no better fight for Canelo to be made right now, I think. At least no more fight, no better fight for the fans of Canelo to want to watch their guy in a competitive fight. You want to watch your guy win. If that really makes your day to watch your guy fight no hopers and win, and as opposed to having him fight guys where it's going to create great action, a good fight, they're probably something a little psychologically off with you, dude. Like you're you're probably not a normal person. Like to get off on another guy just you know, just just beating up no hopers, you know. Go get a pet snake and feed him a couple of rats a few times a day, and you'll you'll, you'll get that little fetish out of your head. But in reality, for true boxing fans, you know you gotta want to see the competitive fights continuously, again and again and again. Demand for them, make that the norm and not the exception. And I think Canelo versus Benavidez fights like that have to become the norm for one reason or another. Well, Canelo's got uh, – it's a three-fight deal. Now, let's say he beats Charlo, which I'm rooting for Charlo, by the way. But say he beats Charlo, what the, – the demand and, – and, and fights don't always get made on demand. It, they get made on business. But I can't see any other fighter topping the list other than Benavides for, for fighters in demand of fighting Canelo. They're, I mean, who yeah. else could be above him? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, they get made on business, but here's the thing: you know, people are also the business people are also thinking longer term business, right? So, the, the, the if Canelo gets beat, the, that that business sort of comes to an end or, or derails mm. or at least slows down. While if you keep beating, putting him in against, let's see, the, let's say the Benavides fights uh, fight is 100% potential, right? But if you put him again in against guys with 60 or 70% potential, he'll continue to win and it's consistent 60 or 70% potential income, right? As opposed to the 100% potential where you're just basically crapping out once he loses, you know? Or at least you, you that's the fear of why they would make that fight. Um, that's why I, that's where I think the business comes in, business acumen comes in as far as uh, trying to keep that money rolling. Uh, because when by the time it's, uh, if you get Canelo beat when he's still at, at a maximized potential, and you know, everybody loses out, right? So I, 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 that can be the, really the only um, 
the only thing I can think of why they wouldn't want to fight K, uh, David Benavides, I think at this point it's rather obvious because it's such an in-demand fight that if you thought you could beat him, you'd have made the fight very easily already. Right. You know, so so uh, there's no other reason uh, to to uh, not be fighting David Benavides, and hopefully uh, we do get it sooner rather than later. I mean, I, you know, I don't want you to. Well, I guess I do want you to tell 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 me what the future is. You know, if you could put a percentage on it. The likelihood of this fight happening in the next year, what's your best guess? Mm, I'd say 30%. I don't think I don't I I, I think Canelo will choose will try to continuously choose other options. Hopefully he proves me wrong, you know? Well uh, yeah. you can call me a Canelo hater. Um then we'll, we can kind of tune back in in 12 months and see, you know. I'm not saying zero percent, but I'm saying about 30%. Well, I, I'm an optimist, so so I, I there's 30% of me that feels happy and maybe that's gonna happen. Um what what is happening is a lot on Pro Box TV, Wednesday Night Fights. We've got news. We've got talk shows. We've got a website with great articles from great writers. A lot going on with Pro Box. Let's take a look at what's in the works with Pro Box. Pro Box TV is your boxing channel. There's nothing else like this in boxing. We are a 24-7 boxing streaming network dedicated only to the sweet science. We provide boxing fans daily news, delivered in print and in a never-before-seen video format from our state-of-the-art studios in Florida. Along with daily talk shows every weekday, we also produce our own fights with our Wednesday Night Fight Series, where we invite the best fighters who didn't make the cut for Showtime, ESPN, or DAZN and want to prove they belong in the big ring. There's a catch. They have to fight each other. No easy wins. That's right. 50-50 matchups. As we like to say, good fighters in great fights. Three events per month, 40 per year. Now we aren't a promoter. We don't promote boxers. We don't compete with the championship networks. We cover and promote them all. We believe boxing should act as one and avoid being fragmented. We represent the fans and what they want. We promote boxing. We are your boxing channel. We are Pro Box TV. There you go. We represent the fans. We are your boxing network. Look at that. I love seeing this picture. It's an all-star cast, and I, and I say it every time. Paulie, you're up there, and Chris, and Sean, and Teddy, and Tim. They're they're champions, Hall of Famers. This is Pro Box TV. This is this is who we have. And and on the Spanish side, look at this list. I mean, you can stop at Juan Manuel Marquez. You've got Barrera in there. You got Arce, Ricardo Sellas, Eduardo Cameron. I mean, Cameron. It, it's a it's an all star. We're we're hitting you from from English, Spanish, with all stars, with champions, with people who know the sport, with people who are passionate about the sport. This this is Pro Box TV. Like you throw those pictures up, that gets me excited because you guys have knowledge and passion. Look, I can go on and on, but um, Once in a while, that, I'll even jump in on the Spanish if I get too excited. That's what I'll do. Oh, see they switch hitters, and I mean that like a baseball way. So, you know, we got Paulie on on the Spanish side, on the English side. It's a great thing, Pro Box TV. I mean, it just seriously it, when I see that picture, those pictures. It gets me excited because there's a lot of great things going on here. And in that promo, we said we're the voice of the fans. This show right here, we're, we're being the voice of the fans, especially you, Paulie. We're moving on with our list. 
this is a fight that I, not just me, but pe- fans have wanted again for years. Artur Bet- Betrabiev and Dmitry Bivol for supremacy at 175. It's never looked like it's close to happening. And and I don't know if we're any closer now. Bivol's been shut out of boxing, it seems. Betrabiev is getting over an injury, and he's going to be 39 the next time he steps in the ring. But I'm still excited. I still want to see this fight. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, uh, the uh, the whole uh, shutting out of shutting people out of boxing due to uh, unforeseen circumstances and circumstances that really has nothing to do with. I mean, there's there's always a bunch of scumbags when we talk about corporate uh, the corporate world in general. Um, you know, I, I've I've always uh, kind of taken them on head on myself and and sometimes gotten myself boycotted. And I think Bebel uh, has sort of uh, become uh, the latest. Uh, scapegoat for that you know uh, not, not even on the schedule a guy who's probably last year's fighter of the year or is last year's fighter of the year is not even on the schedule for 2020 uh certainly he wants to fight i mean i, I think it was chris or or, or uh, somebody we knew that recently was talking about that they talked to him and he was saying you know he's trying to get a fight but um just one for one reason or another he's just being uh kind of pushed to the side then even if he was fighting there was uh issues with uh, the political aspect inside of boxing that would have May better be and Bebel become tough to make. One is with the matchroom side and the zone, and one is with ESPN side and top rank. So that was always going to be difficult anyway. Um, you could have matched it as sort of a Russian civil war, um, but you can't obviously do that because of the political landscape at this time, as if those guys have anything to do with the with the Russian political landscape and the war in Ukraine. I mean, this is just. I don't know, man. I, it, it makes you want to just bring certain guys into a room and, and and just, you know, have a talk with them. You know what I'm saying? And like, have a, and try to control yourself when talking to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it makes me want to bring like the heads of the networks and and, and who, who take charge and, and make these kind of stupid decisions and just have a, a chat with them. Be like, what exactly, where, where exactly is your line of thinking for boycotting a fighter like this who's really got nothing to do with any of this? It's not like he's hanging around arm in arm with Putin, you know? So, B-Bowl against anybody at this point, I'll take because B-Bowl against anybody is, is a fight that I want to see because B-Bowl deserves to be in the ring. But then again, B-Bowl and better BF. I mean, at the moment in time, there was a moment in time when they first got their last wins and it was just hot, hot, hot. B-Bowl made himself very, just at the point of where B-Bowl was ascending to all the credit he's deserved his whole career and wasn't getting and finally started getting there last year. You know, they, they end up just putting him on ice, you know, and better BF is just not getting any younger. So the longer you wait for better BF to, to be in a fight like this, the more beatable he becomes. He's a, a destroyer, a knockout artist, but he's looking like a, he's looking a little bit more sus- suspect every time he gets in the ring right now because he's not the, a spring chicken anymore. So soon I'm sure that he's going to be even more suspect. So the time to, I think the best time to make this fight has probably already passed. We, we, we'd still love it right now. I think the fans will love it right now. I think it'll be a dynamite fight because both guys can punch. Better be obviously is known only for punching, but even Bebel is a, is a pretty good puncher in his own right. Um, it's a shame, and I don't even know where to begin in terms of how, how this fight could possibly be made. Yeah, we talked to the fans about clamoring this and that. We can complain from to what blew in the face, but um, Bebel has to first get in the ring against anybody. And honestly, wanting Bebel to get in the ring after a long layoff against a guy like Bitterbeef is also a tall task, you know, because usually you want to get back in the ring and warm back into things. And um, Bebel, it's not even on the calendar. So can we imagine when when or if we're going to see him left again? Man, you know, I'm a little older than you, Paulie. And when I grew up, when I was growing up, the light heavyweights, you had Michael Spinks, Matthew Saab Muhammad, Eddie Mustafa Muhammad. I mean, there was just a a long list of great fighters at 175. So 
you know, it's a division that often doesn't have a, a, a light shined on it. And you've got these two great fighters. And it looks like they might not fight. It makes me sad, but the fans have spoken. They want to see the fight. We want to see the fight. Will we see the fight? Who knows? Um, we're moving on with our list. We're going on to the big men, Polly. The big men, the heavyweights. I think, uh, I don't know if it's number one on our Twitter poll. I haven't seen the results. We're, we're sort of doing this live right now. But um, Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk, that's a fight that we've been talking about. That We've been talking about making that fight for over a year. And it's yeah. not made. Um, but nonetheless, it's it's a fight that I think I think every boxing fan wants to almost every boxing fan wants to see. Yeah, this one's sort of a tease, man. It's become sort of a tease because there's so much uh so many moving parts going on now. You know, the fight looked like it was gonna get made, they were negotiating, and then all of a sudden you've got this MMA fiasco coming in with Ngano getting the Fury fight instead. And as long as you have this kind of these kind of sideshows entering into boxing, fighters will start to take that avenue and that route because it's easier money, um, it's easier fights and more money. And uh, unfortunately, we've kind of been um, we've kind of been sideswiped by the MMA community in the, in this situation, you know, because if if Engano didn't have the MMA community backing him so much in terms of watching anything that these guys do, I think Fury and Usyk would be big enough. For, for Fury, where he'd say, okay, you know, I'd rather fight Usyk. It's a tougher fight, but it's 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 a bigger fight, and it, it's a lot a lot more credibility, obviously. But the money, the difference in money, the Ngannou fight brings him so much money that he doesn't even care about the credibility anymore. He's just like, you know what, I've become champion. I've shown that I'm the best of the era, and you know what, I'm just gonna beat up on MMA guys right now. And unfortunately, we've kind of been bamboozled uh, uh, and, and into you know into the more popular, may dare I say, dumber fight, you know, because. Uh, there is a whole, and a whole other community that's kind of pushing for it now, and uh, they got what they wanted. And um, the Usyk fight now is real. I think I think the Usyk fight is definitely in jeopardy now because once you can do this, you're capable of doing anything in terms of you know bringing out other fighters. And I know Fury's starting to talk about fighting John Jones. I, I doubt he'll fight him in MMA, but I could see I could easily see Jones getting sucked into a boxing match with Fury as well because uh, it, it'd be so much more money than he's made in, in MMA. So and that would just leave Usyk more on the sidelines, you know. Um, it's uh, it's it's frustrating. It's definitely frustrating. But we're here to get yeah, we're here to give the fan, boxing fans a voice. I know the true boxing fans. I know the fights they want. We know the fights they want. And that's why we're we're discussing the fights on this poll because they voted and they've spoken. Well, you know, I I think I agree with Chris Chris Algeri, who's not here today. He said he doesn't think he'll will ever see Fury in a meaningful heavyweight fight. And now you just brought up John Jones. He he Fury's talking about fighting him. Is it Fury kind of pulling our chain? Is he just kind of talking teasing people or do you think that he's going to be in a meaningful a meaningful heavyweight fight again trying to predict fury is like trying to predict the lottery you know what i mean he's he's one thing and, and even his performances trying to predict them is like trying to predict the lottery you know you know you i remember thinking he would never beat vladimir klitschko and then he beats him easily then i remember thinking he he outboxed wilder and he's just gonna outbox him in the second fight and instead he runs wilder over instead of boxing him um and then, you know, we're thinking recently the Usyk fight is made. They're at the negotiating table. There's no way they can mess this up. And somehow it didn't happen. So trying to predict Fury is like trying to pick the lotto numbers. Is it? Good luck doing it. Um, you might be pleasantly surprised, but you could also be disappointed. So that, I guess we'll see what happens. You know what? It, it makes me wonder because there's so much money in Saudi Arabia. Money money's not an object. They must be throwing so much money. They must have been throwing so much money at the Fury-Usyk fight for it to still not happen. Someone didn't want to fight. That's the only conclusion I can come up with. 
the Saudis need some, uh, what we call an Italian mafia consiglieri. They need a couple of counselors to tell them where to throw the money at, what fights to throw the money at instead of these dumb fights. And that's, uh, that's the unfortunate thing. They don't have that. All right. Well, that's our show. Can we get our, our, our Twitter poll up one last time before we get out of here? See what the votes are now. All right. So right now, yeah, it's still Fury Nusik is still uh, on top of our list, followed by Tank and Shakur, Canelo and Benavides, and Beturiev and Bivol. So, Paulie, the fans have spoken. We've spoken. There's your list. Pro Box TV. I want to thank you, Paulie. Pro Box TV. We are your boxing channel.